20 year olds are so judgy, especially on social media. Effing hate parents. Gen Z are just evil. They think they know how to parent as well. They're like, well, why didn't you just do this? Why didn't you do that? I'm like, oh, I cannot wait for you to be a parent. Did you get woken up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., then 5 a.m., and then 5.30 a.m.? We haven't gone to sleep. Hello and welcome to Shh, Don't Tell Mum. My name's Barney. And I'm Jamie. And this is the fourth most listened to parenting podcast in... Fourth? Eleventh? It's fourth. You said eleventh? It's fourth. Why did you say eleventh? You didn't listen to me properly. I said it was fourth. I said it was eleventh. Then I changed it to fourth because it was eleventh in kids and family and fourth in parenting. Woohoo! Philippines, baby. Philippines. Philippines. How are we all doing today? (laughs) I was going to say we're eleventh because of that atrocious episode we did last week. Mate, you've got to stop digging me out for this episode. This is not fair. That episode was fun, engaging. We had original things to talk about. We had a laugh. You were just being a sourpuss because of your finger. How is your finger now? It's still got a plaster on it. Oh, nice. Don't you like how it's the middle finger, guys? I know, it's convenient, isn't it? It's a convenient finger to injure that you'd be like, excuse me, somebody help me. It's so... Honestly, yeah. yeah, It's Oh, because the whole nail bed is going to take two and a half weeks to fix. Damn, so it's still sore now. (sighs) <sighs> I can't even believe it. What's new with Rocket, my friend? So I picked him up from school yesterday and they said that he's doing really, really well in music. Every time they do anything music related, he's the first up, the first thing the songs, claps in rhythm, Ooh. which is really good. But he's also started doing art. Yes. So we, I brought a piece of art home and Bonnie had to guess what it is. I, he had three guesses and he didn't get one of them right. So. Mate. Okay, so should I tell the guesses? So my guesses yesterday when Jamie was like, right, so you have to guess what you think this image is. Oh, we should have brought it in. Like and I, show and tell. <laughs> my first guess was a dog. It looked like it had a nose and legs, but, and that was a no. Then I guessed it was a tree, uh, and it was a no, because it looked like the orange bits could have been like autumnal leaves. And then my third guess was... Oh God, I can't remember what I said. Like a log or like a smudge. It literally looks like a brown smudge. Or the inside of his nappy. (laughs) Yeah, because it's just a brown smudge with bits on it. That's what it was. I was like, oh, it literally could be the inside of his nappy. And what was it? It was a bird. It was a bird. Without eyes, because apparently he didn't want to add the eyes. He just walked away and was not interested in adding eyes. And when they were like, let's add eyes. (laughs) His key worker must have been like, do you want to add eyes? And he's like, no. Yeah. But he goes, when he says yeah, he goes, yeah, huh? Every time. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, do you want a Kordeshi? Yeah. Uh-huh. And we Kordeshi, found uh, chocolate. We found ourselves now saying, but do you have any Kordeshis in the fridge? Yeah, Kordeshi's not it's the word. It's gonna be the word. It is the word it's in the house. Implemented in the word. Like for instance, sauce. Sauce is sausage for our dog. But we just call each other, we call everyone sauce now, don't we? That we sauce. love. Like someone sauce. explained this the other day. I saw someone put this on social media that they said that um name uh, she said something like, tell me in the comment section what your nickname for your dog is right at this moment because, and then tell me what the developing idea was behind it. And she said it was something like, we used to call him, you know, it's something along the same lines. It's like, we used to call him Snacky. Then we called him Snack. Then we called him Sna. And then we just call him Sa. So we just go Sa across the road. We, ours is similar. It's we sauce. call him Sausage. Then that became Sauce. Then you call him Sausage. Sausage. You call him Sausage. No, Sausage. So say J. Yeah, because J, Jamie. 
it's not because of Jamie. <laughs> it's literally because you're trying to say it, it in like a French way. To say Jamie. Liar. Like my name. He went to me the other day. He was like, woke up this morning. No, it wasn't the other day. It was this morning. And he was like, Jamie, Lisa. And I was like, excuse me? You're saying my surname so... Because guys, we're not married, if you haven't guessed already. Um, and so I'm not a Banks. So he always... And I think he took the piss out of my name, which is really mean. I don't take the piss out of your name. It's a solid the- name because you can trace the name back. Anyone's name in the UK, you can trace back to a function or a job so that they what had. Is my so my name? Butcher used to work in butchers. Banks used to work in banks. Oh. You know what I mean? What Smith. Did Jackman then. What did Jackman do? That's my surname. Jacques Armand. I don't Jacques know. Man. It's French. So it's probably something to do with French. Something that you did in France. All the French followers slide into our DMs and let us Ooh. know what Jackman means. Invitation and- to slide into Jamie's DMs. <laughs> okay, all right. It's yeah, spicy. But that's the thing with the name thing. We I made him watch this really good one recent, like really good movie called The Book Club oh chapter. The end chapter. Oh my the last God. chapter. It is the biggest pile of turds it's so I've good. ever seen. And it's there's a so bit at the like, end. Oh, it's like Sex in the City meets uh, Mamma Mia. Okay, but wait. then it's just like There's smushed no sm- into this positive. There's no pants. music. No one's singing. Jane Fonda is in it. She's 89 years old when she shot this. How mad is that? And she looks absolutely fabulous. She does look good. For and her she age. is the bride in this. And she, she basically they're talking about how she's never wanted to get married, and then finally she decides to get married for the first time. She's 89 years old, and I'm thinking to myself, that is literally going to be me. The That's point of us bringing up the story about Rocket's drawings, by the way, <laughs> was to say, at what point, we're asking you guys a question, so make sure you email us in your answers at itsthebankses at gmail.com. That's itsthebanks with two S's at gmail.com. So our question to you is, at what point do you start saving the artwork that your kids do at school? Because we're still receiving things from Rocket and from school where it's just like, a smudge on a piece of paper or like a bit of cotton wool that's been glued to a piece of paper. And I'm not going to lie, they end up in the bin. No, but so, we did, we did save we the candlestick you made for us. Oh yeah, that's proper Candle holder. That was good. It's like a little tea, holder. tea light holder, yeah. like a little circular one. He but probably like just a, went, but knowing him, he has no attention span. He probably went, and then he was like, cool there, she? <laughs> has anyone got a snack for me, please? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was the question. So if you could answer that, we'd love to hear from you because we'd like to see if we're doing the wrong thing, like, should we keep everything? But then it would just clog up our drawers and our cupboards with pieces of paper with smudges I on it. I you think know you what should mean? keep, like, the stuff. I think we'll keep the smudge, the first one, because that was quite cute. Okay. I think we'll keep that. I think it's all dependent on the situation, what you keep and what you don't keep. The fact that she was like, she made such a point that he didn't add eyes. She was like, he didn't want to add eyes. He literally was like, no to the eyes. And I thought that was quite funny because... And it's a bird. I can tell him that story when he's older. Like, I think if it has a story, if it's just like, oh, we made this today and then off he goes, then it's, there's nothing nice memory there, but we came home and we all had to guess and we can do it when he's older and be like, Rocket, what did you make? What was this? Kind of like the artwork. I like that. Yeah. If it's got a story attached to it, then we should keep it. Yeah. I think that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, So... A few days ago, me and you were chatting. Yeah. We were talking about like dating. We were mm-hmm. talking about like our dates. Some of our friends were asking us questions about, you know, what were the dates that you went on back in the day? What were your favorite dates as a couple? And so I thought that I would 
go on the good old Reddit, because I actually never go on it, and I always hear people talking about it. And I thought, let's have a look and see if we can find some fun dating stories. Would you like to hear some horror dates from some people that they've had before? Maybe you can compare them with maybe potentially something that you've had, or we could ask the people to write in any horrible dates they've had. Yeah, I'd love that. Let's give it a go. So I want some advice from you about for this person. Okay. So, story time. Weirdest dating situation I've ever had. So, I was chatting with this dude a while ago, and we agreed on a hookup. He seemed handsome enough, although a bit needy and horny. So far, so good. When he arrived, he immediately started pleasuring himself off and was done on the spot after he finished. uh, As he greeted her? So, literally turned up to her flat, started touching himself, finished, and then left. She said, I did absolutely nothing. The whole situation lasted for about five minutes and even my cat was completely baffled. And I may add, he'd driven for over an hour to get there just for that. That is her first first date story with this guy from Tinder. He's a serial killer. Do you know what I mean? This is why I never dated anyone on Tinder. Sorry, Tinder, but... (laughs) I always thought this They're is how devastated. I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to die. <laughs> I feel like we are at an age where we are social. We can go to bars. Why do we have to be on dating apps? I don't agree with them at all because I'm like cute meats. Go out and socialize. We've lost the way of socializing because we're always head down looking at our phone. And then we end up in a relationship and we're head down in our phones. Again, we, we say goodnight to each other. We check our phones the first time before we even say good morning to each other. It's so freaking sad. And then we meet people now on our phones and then start dating them from our phones. It's just really bizarre we're at that stage. I feel like, is it because I'm like in between the age of like when dating apps kind of started and... Yeah, I feel like it probably is. I th- and also the fact that you have not you have a unique perspective or like a different Cute perspective needs. because you... Oh, we met on a ha- dating website. That's not like fairy tale. But it's also because you haven't really had to explore that and navigate that. It's not, you haven't been on dating apps. You don't do it. I Whereas was on people- a dating app and every time I was, I was like, I'm meeting weirdos. Sorry, yeah, of course you I'd are. rather make the judgment face to face at a club, thank yeah. you very much, or at a bar or at a restaurant or walking down the road. How did we meet? We met at an event. You know, how did I meet the person before you? I met him at the gym. How did I meet the person before that? I met him at work. You know what I mean? I don't think it's always giving me the creepy crawlies and then you meet people like that and you read stories like that from dating websites. I mean, to be honest, I think dating websites are great for the older generation. My mum met her partner, her husband, through a dating website. Yeah, the people are mature enough to use it. Yeah, Yeah. she didn't want to go to a bar and like mingle. She wanted to actually get out there and write what she wanted down. But for, I think for our age, go out and socialise. Yeah, I feel like 35 and younger use dating apps just to get laid. They don't actually use it to meet someone. But also... I think 90% of people are just using a dating app just for a quick fix. Devil's advocate here as well. I have a lot of friends who don't even have time to do that. So their only time is to be on their phone after because they finish at the office, they go home, they cook dinner and they go to bed and do it again. When I worked in property... I was working Monday. I had to be at the office on my desk by 8 a.m. and we would be finishing at 7 p.m. I had no time because I'd have to get home, take an hour to get home. I'd eat dinner and go straight to sleep because I'd have to be up at five to get to the office for eight. As in, even if I wanted to squeeze in a workout, and that was Monday to Saturdays. So the only day I had was Sundays. So where are you going to find the time to date during that time or see your friends? 
So then it's just easier and faster mm. and cheaper to go on a dating Tinder. website. So I understand why they're there. Don't get me wrong. But if you have the opportunity and anyway, I think the workforce has changed. I don't think that's a healthy amount of working. I feel like four days a week is probably. Yeah. Aren't they testing that at the yeah, moment? Yeah, they're testing it. And like I think 55 that's... companies at the moment in central London are testing a four day work week. And yeah. I think that's so much healthier because they will do better work in the short, otherwise you burn out. And Big I time. 100% burnt out when I was doing the six days a week thing. And I remember crying to my boss being like, this is not what life's about. You want me to have immaculate nails and my hair done. How do you expect me to do that when all when the shops are time. closed on Sundays? Yeah, that's ridiculous. So what you said earlier, oh my God, that guy sounds like a serial killer. Wait for this next one. So my friend was talking to a guy for a few days, went on four dates, no sex. Mm-mm. My friend said that the next date was a movie at her house. And so she was looking for some action. The next date, they watched the full movie and the guy stared at the screen with wide open eyes. No physical contact at all. Mm. My, friends got, my friend got kind of annoyed. And when the film ended, she told, told the guy to go. And he refused and said that he wanted to see another movie. My friend said no. And he insisted. And he said he's not going anywhere. So he just wanted to see another movie. She went to the bathroom and locked herself in and called the police. He tried to lure her out saying sorry and told her that he would leave. When the police arrived, the guy had got all the knives out in the house and spread them from smallest to biggest on the table and he laid towels on the floor. <gasps> How nuts is that? Thank God she had her phone. Thank God she took her phone and went to the toilet. Did they find out he was an actual serial killer? No, I I don't know. Was there an after story? Was there any comments to that? I mean, there's so many comments of people just going like, you're holy shit, you're an idiot. (laughs) I don't know why you're an idiot. Um, Why are you an idiot? That's not the action she had in mind. Good thing he couldn't get to the poop knife she could use for self-defense. Poop knife? What? What's a poop knife? Some people, (laughs) this is Reddit for you. This is Reddit for you. Wow. Poop knives all around. So yeah. Imagine that, like you could, by, by going on a, a, a social media app that's like, you know, created for dating, you are essentially rolling the dice every time because you don't know them. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt uneasy and you thought that guy, or not that guy, but like that girl made you have the creeps a little bit? Not really. I haven't really had like the creeps from people. Because you've always been in like long-term relationships really, yeah, haven't kind you? Of, you haven't really yeah. I guess the only thing that I did have one time was just I found out that someone that I was dating at the time had wrongfully accused someone of doing like like of being like abusive mm. and that guy ended up going to jail and and every other person that knew her as well and knew him said that he never did anything and, and it was he because he prison. tried to break up with her He's basically said that he tried to break up with her. She then went to the police and said that he had like abused her and then he got arrested. Did you call that gaslighting? I don't know if it's gaslighting. It's more just like bad bad reaction. She just reacted badly and was like, and wanted to hurt him because she felt hurt. So as soon as I found that out, I was like, I have to get out of this situation. So then I just had to, yeah, yeah. pull the plug. But yeah, that was the only, I'd say that's the only thing. Have you, I mean, more importantly for you, your side, have you ever felt like unsafe around someone and, Gone, see you later. You said that one guy did get aggressive uh, with a cyclist. Yeah, or, no, it yeah. was like a car or something that like ran in front of him. Yeah, and then I that freaked me out. Um, 
Yeah, but I mean, try to think if there's anybody that's ever given me the creeps. Um, like weird, like if something's told you something about them, like I don't think I should go on the state or I think I need to figure out a way of getting out of this date because they're just behaving a little bit odd, like suspect. Okay, so I do that? have a story, but this was with a boyfriend. Yeah, I don't want to like have a sex story. About it's not a sex story. <laughs> But I yes, I yes. remember watching, it was so weird. He already gave me, I'd already had so many oh, warning signs. I think signs. I know what this is. I think I know what this is. And I had friends messaging me and calling me and be like, are you sure you want to date this guy? Ooh. Because he seemed really, really nice. But they said he was a serial liar. Oh. Serial liar. And I was like, okay, weird. Um, so I had a few warning signs from a few people. And then I was just like, you know what? People can change. I always believe that people can change. And uh, yeah, I remember watching a documentary. There was obviously all these signs with him anyway. But I remember watching this documentary about a serial killer. And this guy had very similar traits to this other guy. Yo. And I freaking freaked out. And I was like, you have to leave. You have to leave. And I turned into a bit of a freak because I was like, so you properly flapped it and you were like, ah! I was like, like uh, wigged out. I feel like he's... Were you watching the documentary with him? So you were sat next to him and you identified a load of the same traits that the serial killer had in the documentary yeah. to your boyfriend at uh -huh. the time and you were like, get out. And I was like, you have to get out. And he was like, why? I was like, you're just, just you're really giving the creeps. Like, it's just not okay. Yo. Anyway, we continued dating because I was like, Jimmy, you're being ridiculous. You need to get over this. And um, there was one time where... He, we had this massive argument and he said I'd driven over his foot yeah. when I tried to escape, get in the car and run away. And he, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I can't believe I've driven over your foot. I was like, get in the car. We're going to the ambulance. We're going to the hospital because I might have actually injured his yeah, like foot. Yeah, like broken his foot or something. Yeah. So we get to the hospital and he won't get out of the car. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Anyway, he tackles the car keys and bends the car key. So I can't get the car key into the, this is years ago when you had keys. And I couldn't get the key back into the car. And Wait, I remember you were calling, at the hospital we were at the hospital this. when he did and this. And he bent the key. And he bent the key because I was going, come on, we need to go. And he was like, no, we're not going anywhere. So he grabbed the key off my hand. Anyway, I remember anywhere. I called my dad being like, he's bent the key. He's losing his shit. He says I've run over his foot. I don't think I have because he's not getting out of the car. Surely if I've run over the guy's foot, he... He'd want to go and get it seen by a medical professional. Getting yeah. it seen. But getting it seen by a professional would say, no, he didn't. He lied yeah, to you. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with your foot. Yeah. Anyway, next day he's walking by and everything's mm. fine. If I'd ran over his foot, I would have smashed his bones into pieces. Like, what do you... Probably, so, yeah. You're manipulating me like this. And then um, I start working out. He's always like available when I want to see him and he's never really working. And then, so we go on this holiday and I find these forged signatures on his desktop. And he's basically saying that his manager has basically given him a raise and he works for this big corporation. And I'm not going to say the name because I don't want people to start digging and stuff or call him out. But I got my dad to call the offices, the London offices, pretending to be PayPal and say, we have a delivery for you. And then he said, oh, I didn't tell you, but... It's for this person. Yeah, yeah. I was made redundant today of all days. Wait, hold on, and hold on. what they do hold on, hold is... Hold on, hold on, Your dad called, pretending to be PayPal, and they said, no one by that name works here. Yeah. So then you knew he didn't work there. So yeah. then you said to the guy, you said to him, 
well, this is BS. And then he told you he'd just been fired. Yeah. Well, bearing in mind, at this point in time, I was going to confront him in front of his mother because I knew he'd be speaking shite. And he'd been lying to his, his mum as well. And he'd been lying to his mum and his dad. So I remember... The plot thickens. Yeah, I was running to get to his house before he got to the house. So I basically lied to him and said, yeah, come pick me up at the station. I got off a stop early to the run to his house to get to his mum's beforehand. (laughs) Anyway, he catches me down the road as I'm like running down his road. And I'm calling his mum and I'm like, you have to come out, you have to come out. Because I was scared for my life anyway. I didn't know what he was going to do if I... Well, I... This whole time, this company was like, there's never been a guy under this name working there. So you're like, he's lying to me this whole time. What else yeah. are you lying about? Anyway, yeah. he turns around and he goes, I'm so sorry. This is what happens when they re- make you redundant. They'll say that you've never worked there. And I was like, no, because you wouldn't have LinkedIn if that was the frigging case. Yeah. Mate, come on, let's be honest. And then, he, and then he's looking at me like, I will tell you later. I can't say this in front of my mother. Anyway get him alone and I'm like you better tell me what I need I need to see like a P45 or something to prove that you're working um, and then he says I can't tell you because your life is at risk because I work for the MI5 <laughs> I work for MI5 so you guys, your life is at risk if I tell you I work for the MI5 I'm like <laughs> so you just told me you just told me <laughs> and you work for the MI5 I can't tell you because then I'd have to kill you <laughs> He never worked. He didn't oh even have a job, God, mate. so weird. But he would like, he'd have Rolex watches and wear really nice suits and drive a nice car. So I, God knows what he ever did. He never had cash on him. So he I don't think he was... just through the roof and it's like, get down! Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? So, I mean, that was the only point in my dating history where I thought, and I never figured out what he did. I never, ever figured that it out. Mad. And all my friends who'd warned me before, they were like, told you so. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Sometimes you just don't see it though when you're in it and you're emotionally no. involved. Sometimes it's really difficult to actually look past certain things or maybe your friends are telling you certain things about someone, but you just don't see it because you're in that emotional involvement. So that makes it really hard. I'm sure that a lot of people, that is gaslighting, by the way. That's gaslighting. Oh, absolutely. That, like, he was gaslighting you big time, like to make you believe that you were crazy or you didn't know what you're talking about. And, and I managed like, to get away from it because he had my Facebook and looked at messages and he saw that me and this guy years beforehand had a kiss who is my mate I'm I'm friends with so many mates that I've kissed in the past guys I'm old I'm 35 like I used to kiss for fun like this is like and he was like you kissed your mate and you never told me that that's so disrespectful I'm breaking up with you and that's how I got out of the relationship and I was like oh finally (laughs) because he was so so obsessive yeah, I'd scary. turn up home and he'd be standing there and like some weird situations he, he put himself in. And so you've had some odd ones. And the funny thing is, whenever we watch a documentary that involves some like weird, like sort of like relationship abuse and stuff like that, I see Jamie like looking at me and I'm like, you're imagining that this is me, aren't no, you? No, I would never. She's like, no, no, no. But like, I just can't believe that. I imagine you did that. And I'm like, I would never do that. What are you talking Women about? Women seem to be, like all my friends were obsessed with like true crime. Yeah, stuff. I think that, you know, that is the thing that Netflix released um, some information about their like analytics on their website or on their on their app. And they said that the most highly rated 
category in the app is true crime documentaries. Really? Yeah, so they, I think they're yeah. going to pump so much money into doing more. Speaking of I that, have, we oh. watched a Netflix episode documentary about yes. a woman that is kidnapped and her husband, well, her boyfriend it's at the, the time. It's the American Nightmare. Yeah, guys, it is so ridiculous. We it's were in hysterics. It's the biggest amount of horseshit I've ever seen. I think... That she's lying. No, she's not lying. Oh, I think you, she's lying. No, because you know what happens in the end. Well, yeah, but don't spoil it for people. But there is like a kidnapping scenario and but a it's couple. So unbelievable. It's like so mental. And the way she like not performs it, but yeah, delivers, delivers the information. That's what's unbelievable. That's what's not believable to me. The way that she delivers the story of how it happened and what happened. I'm like, you kind, are acting. You are acting. He's a kind. <laughs> there are Jesus. Types. All right. I'm sorry. That's him, though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I have one more dating story for you. Okay. Hit me. This one gets a bit spicy, everyone. So this is your NSFW uh, um, announcement, whatever you want to call it. Right. I went on a date with a guy from college and I should have left halfway through because he told me that I look like a librarian in my cardigan, but I ended up going back to That's his That's something place. you would do. Yeah, you, would, yeah, you would definitely do that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, but I ended up going back to his place and that is where the insanity started. He and I started doing shots of tequila for absolutely no reason. And I'm starting to get way too drunk. So drunk that I end up throwing up in his bathroom. And when I come out of the bathroom, he starts kissing me. We end up hooking up and this man starts to go full weirdo. He uses Jurgen's hand lotion, which I imagine is just some common hand lotion in America, as lube. And then said that he had to go and get something. And he came back with a dildo-shaped ice cube and shoved it up my ass. <laughs> it was well, an ice cube, like an actual an ice actual cube. actual ice cube okay. in the shape of a dildo. And he stuck it up my ass while we hooked up. And then to top it off, he bit my nipple in half. <gasps> Keeping in mind that this was the worst sex I'd ever had, I woke up the next morning hungover, and immediately left to go to my friend's house. He then had the audacity to find me at work and said that he had the best time ever and he told me to stay chilly. <laughs> stay chilly is like the best thing I've ever heard stay in my life. Stay chilly. After sticking an ice cube up her ass. <laughs> it would have melted as you stuck it up there really fast because surely you're said, really hot up I told there. him to never speak to me again. And the whole comment section is just stay chilly with laughing faces. Yeah, but he... He bit off her, her nipple. Stay chilly. That's just bit, so good. No, no, no. He bit off her, her the nipple. The thing is that when she says the following morning I woke up and went to my friend's house, I think the first thing she would have said normally would have been, I woke up the next morning and my nipple's on fire. No, but he bit her nipple off. That means In she half, would have had to... apparently. That means like you've bitten a bit of it off. Surely that would be like, take me to hospital. You just like chewed off some yeah, nerve and things. Yeah, you have to, surely. It's like, imagine your, finger, your willy. Mate. Your willy being chopped off. <gasps> I don't know if that's the same. Yeah, it definitely is. Willy and it's still genital. The same. Your, your, your nipples are your genitals for women as well. I don't think they are, babe. <laughs> it's part of your... I don't think your nipple is a genital. For a woman, it is. I don't think it is. I have a nipple. Yeah, I know. Because I have nipples, you Greg. Start, you everybody me? starts as a woman. What's that from? You can don't know what film up? that's from, do you? Guys, can we look? Luke, can you look that up? 
Ooh, what are we is looking nipples up? genitals? Is a nipple a genital? I'm saying no, Jamie's saying yes. Here we go. And whoever gets it right gets to choose the next topic of conversation. Not a nipple. A nipple is not a genital. I get ah. to choose. Right, I saw something on the news this morning, by the way, this very morning. Oh, please be positive. Is that? Well, if you have to decide if this is positive or negative because this is open for discussion and we'll head over to production as well. They can make a decision. Okay. They are considering... Adult-only sections of aeroplanes. Agree or disagree? What, for sex? Oh, my good God. You mean, you mean like, adult-only? It's not adult-only, it's like adult-only. Adult adult sections of... So you can't have kids in certain seats no, on planes. I understand that. Well, you okay. just asked me for that sex, so you <sighs> do not understand, actually, Jamie. So what I'm explaining is, let's say the first 30 seats, first 30 rows are adult-only, and then from 31 to 50, you can have kids. That's basically what it says. I think, to be honest, I think that should be the case regardless in business because business is business for business a reason. Business class is different. Yeah, so I, I believe that's different. I think business should be no kids in business because unfortunately, people are there to do business. That's why they call it business class, right? That's where it came from. So, yeah. It stemmed from that. You have business class and then you have first class. First class is different. You can have families in first class. Yeah. Business is business. I feel like having kids anywhere on a flight, okay? So let's say the rule isn't put in place. I feel like having kids like spread out kind of has less of an impact because obviously everyone knows that when a child starts crying or screaming, it does set off other kids. Mm -hmm. Like if, if they hear it, it sometimes panics kids and they start screaming or sometimes they're just copying, right? If you had a concentrated area on a plane of seven kids all within a couple of rows of mm. each other and one starts crying, that entire section of the plane is going to go up in smoke because they're all just going to be crying for however long. I feel they like... They say it at nursery, don't they? When one cries, yeah, it when one all cries, the others. Yeah, when one cries, all the others cry. So yeah. I feel like actually, if you did have adult only, it would probably get impacted more unless you're way, way far away because... You'll have and a would giant that be cluster more of kids that crying. section as well? No, I don't think so. But I think it's more just like, you know, people complain about being around kids on planes and I get it. But also at the same time, it's just, it is what it is. Just deal with it. Put headphones on. Well, we no. had a situation when we went to Bali and Rocket just lost his shit for the first yeah. 20 minutes he before lost the his flight shit, He didn't off. want to lie on his back. Well, he was so tiny and he was... It was really late. It was past his bedtime, so he was probably overtired. There's loads of reasons. I just yeah. think you have to Rocket be... Rocket sleeps on his front as well, and they put, gave us like a crib or a cop thing that he had to sleep on his back. He wasn't allowed to be on his front. But this is why sound cancelling headphones are the best thing in the world. Like, honestly, I bought myself some You got Bose, Bose didn't you? Sound, and I love you them. You were going to get the Apple ones, but they're 500 quid, right? And they're massive, and I've got such a tiny head. You do have a little head. I do. So I got the Bose ones, which are slightly smaller, and they're actually really good. The only thing I will say about them is um, I can't hear the difference between it being like they have two different sections. They have quiet mode, and yeah. they have... Um, there's another one, absorption, absorption mode. Okay. They sound exactly the same. Oh. I can't hear the So are you for or against this? If a, if an airplane company, if like a, yeah, if they implemented this, are you for or against? I, I honestly think they should make business class business only. That's not oh. what I'm saying. That's not the topic of conversation. Economy, I'm should there be this. adult section or kid against. section or should be I'm against. all mixed? I'm against. Luke, what are you saying? Uh, Selfishly. Selfishly? I would you, say four. You'd so say just four. Because I, I know that I would choose the front. Yeah, of course. Stay away from the kids. Yeah, yeah. of course. But, but also at the same time, like your point, with them being next to each other, as a, as a parent, like, yeah. I don't want my kids to be like, why are they screaming? Yeah, as a parent, you would understand 
that, yeah, having multiple kids in the same vicinity is probably detrimental to you personally. I mean, it's weird because I'm kind of torn. Mm. I think that having them, having kids spread out is also better for the, um, for the workers on the plane as well, for the stewards and stewardesses. I feel like it's actually better for them having a bit of a split. Imagine being a stewardess and, and your area at the back is where all the kids are mm. and you're just getting shouted at by parents the whole time because all the kids are setting each other off. Like, I feel like it makes more sense business-wise to have kids spread out amongst it so they kind of share the load. But that's, that's why, why they look put... at it from multiple perspectives. If you're listening or watching this at home, make sure you send us an email. It's but the you know, when, you, they do, when they do a new build, they always have to legally put a council flat next yes. to because it spreads out people. It doesn't put like... It doesn't concentrate wealth in an area. Yeah. Exactly. So I think if it's the same with like children on planes, you know, it will all... One, <laughs> one triggers another, which will trigger another. Which tr so I feel like if they're all in one place, I get the whole family thing, but I feel like it's not needed. That's why I think they should implement business for business only. Yeah. Because it's annoying agreed. for me, like I'll fly business for business, um, but you can't really do your business when you've got a screaming baby next to you. So business class should be for, for business for businessmen or, and women business but, purposes. but and then, then you have whole families and business class, and you're like how are they doing business but I feel like first class could just be for anyone be for wealthy so if you've got kids and you want to pay for them to go on first class but you imagine go. you pay 10 grand to go on a first class ticket to X and you're sat next to a three-year-old that's screaming mm. how pissed would you be you yeah. probably can't hear them as well because obviously you've got those barriers up you know you're in a little cocoon of sound but they'll really. probably just give them brownies and orange juice to shut them up, the stewardesses. Give them sugar and, and sugar loads to of run toys around. <laughs> and be like, here's a toy, here's a, imagine you what imagine they have. just having some real, some parents who just didn't give a shit, like near you in first class and their kids just running rampant. Me and, and you were there care. when like, Rocket yeah, was whatever. crying and we were like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Especially yeah. you because you get so nervous. I don't get nervous. I just don't like, you know, ruining other people's day. I'm just, I'm quite conscious You're of other people. You're definitely more considerate than I am. I'm yeah, like, he's crying. 100%. And what, what can I do? Like, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to but do there's crying, something huh? you can really do. Like, do I'm not him. I'm not my baby. So I'll not, do everything in my power to try and stop him. But yeah. I'm not going to freak out and be like, oh, oh, you know what yeah, I mean? No, I don't I'll freak just... out. But I guess I'm just a bit more like on top of it. Jamie's like, he's a baby. He cries. And I'm like, yeah, but other people are getting annoyed. So yeah, I see. I see both sides of it. I should be more deal with it. I'm a parent. And other people. Yeah. I mean, my brother's had the worst of it. My brother was flying from Orlando to the UK and his kids well, his son, sorry, in particular, my nephew was at that age where he just didn't want to sit still. I totally get it. Like he was between two and three, I think. And it was middle of COVID and you had to stay in your seat and you had to wear a mask and you're trying oh, to tell a two and a half year old to wear a mask and stay in their seat. It is not feasible. So I think eventually my brother just lost it at a Stewardess. passenger, no, oh. a passenger who kept tutting and telling him off and go and getting aggro. And my brother was so like, tut at me one more time. I swear to God, like he is two and a half. He doesn't want to sit still. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to strap him to the chair? Shut up in this person's face. And they were like, okay. Is that so, what, is that yeah, what yeah, he lost his shit at, the, at someone well, on the plane. But what did they do? No, I mean, it's just like, imagine... We need to get Ollie on the podcast. You've got some psycho... Psycho, not psycho kid, but, you know, some, like, kid who's got all this energy and, you know, it's like nine-hour flight. Mm. Like, what are you going to do? Oh, I'd love 
love to get your brother on the podcast. I think he'd be a really good guest because oh, he God. has a really cool job as well. He does have a cool job. He does have a cool job, but then he also like he's travels the, the world. He's in he's in Florida. He raises his children in America, but he's British and the kids are British. It's just I just think it has a really cool story. And like, does. how does he adapt to that from like having a complete where all your friends are in the UK? How do you adapt to parenting when you live in a completely different place and you're not really? Yeah, I think yeah, and they both have very like. Um, hyper intense mm. jobs as well him and his wife um, and yeah I mean it's now that if people are listening or watching this they're like what the hell are they talking about my brother works for Live Golf which is a, a golf company like the PGA Tour he's mm. on that and his wife is a presenter TV presenter in golf so it's quite cool the NBC the NBC so but we yeah. need to get them on the podcast at some point when they're down we're going to book that in what I haven't realised this whole time until I've just had a cheeky you know 360 of you or whatever you want to call it an up and down this is very welcome to the island I like it welcome to the that's island that's like a start of that he's girl's article white. he first slated me saying I looked like <gasps> a what yeah, was it? what was the thing? like a librarian because she's wearing like a cardigan. A <laughs> this is very welcome to the island. Welcome to the island. Do you want to My say something nice to me today? Because last you episode you didn't do very nice either. You always do. I said you have a very cool outfit on today earlier. I did. Uh, but you've like, you know, you just look like you're welcome to the island. It's a sexy look. You know what? Welcome to the island. That is Scarlett Johansson. And that's the hottest she's ever looked, I think, in that film. She's fit, right? Talk to I me. I don't think I'd look like Scarlett Johansson. But thank you so much. I really appreciate your comments. It's all right. Um, so what are you excited for? We're going to Disney. <gasps> yes, we are. February, for Rocket's birthday. End of Feb. Yeah. Very well, this excited. Is, this is airing end of Feb. This should be airing end of Feb, yeah. So we would have, I think, maybe just gone to Disneyland. And so there'll be a little cheeky update from us when and we uh, we'll next And we'll do a in. YouTube video of the trip there in our, um, we've got a car We've been given it. a car, funnily enough, to drive to Disneyland. Which and we're going to feature cool. it in like a YouTube video of ours. It's going to be really fun. Road we're going to vlog the road trip there and back and while we're there. Disneyland is one of those places that, I don't know, I think it has the possibility of being very hit and miss. Like mm. you could have a great time or you could be like, oh my God, it's so busy and it's cold and miserable and I don't want to well, be Well, we here. are with an so, experienced person, aka my father. Jamie's dad. He's obsessed with Disney. So I feel like we will know where to go, what to do. Rocket knows what Minnie and Mickey are now. He's. I'm glad we're going now than we were in, because we were going to go in December, but we had to change the dates for work. Yeah. And honestly, it's... It was just, I'm just kind of like pleased that we're going when he's this age. But he's still really, really hard. Like if he doesn't want to do something, he'll throw himself on the floor and have a proper tantrum. Yesterday, went on the dog walk, not yesterday, day before yesterday, and he had three temper tantrums on the dog walk, rolled in the mud. And I just had to just like <laughs> deal with it. And people look at you just like, oh. And it's normally 20-year-olds. 20-year-olds are so judgy. Especially Your, on Gen social Z media. Effing hate parents. Gen Z they are just evil. They think they know how to parent as well. They're like, well, why didn't you just do this? Why yeah. didn't you do that? I'm like, oh, oh I sorry, can't wait for you to be a parent. Do you, did you get woken up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., then 5 a.m., and then 5.30 a.m.? We haven't did gone you? to sleep. Even though my child sleeps really well, we have woken up every single day before 6 a.m. since he, the day he was born. So it's two years. <laughs> Try that, Gen Z. Yeah, exactly. I'm complaining now as a millennial. Am I a millennial? I don't really know. We got what a, am I? We got, did get a slate on it when he was having temper tantrum, being like, and you just ignore him. And it yeah, causes bad behaviour. Yeah, we said behavior. that we just ignore him. No, no, no. You got slated for saying bad wall. That was another thing. He that was knocked another his one. head on the wall when he fell over. So we went, bad wall, and we slapped the wall. And they were like, he's now not going to take any uh, consequences for his actions. And we were like, shut up, Karen. Sorry. It was a man as well. <laughs> shut up, Caronius. 
There you go. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin the Karen. There you go. Kevin is Karen. Kevin the Carrot. Yeah. I think we've run out of things to say. We're tired. I'm foot tired because of my foot. Foot, foot five. finger. Lift your foot, woman. Cool. High five. High five. Um, so on the next episode, we've got two incredible guests coming on. Yes, we're we've very excited for Stuart them. Stuart and Francis coming Ooh. on. They are two friends of ours and they have two babies. My goodness. From surrogacy, which is pretty cool. Surrogacy? Surrogacy, yeah. They have two surrogates, yeah. Mm, it's going to be crazy. Cool. We're going to chat and to them about their lives as, as two dads as well. It's going to be interesting. And then we have a DJ Ooh. who also has a famous father, which is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, she does. Um, I'm very excited to have her on as well with her friend, and they're going into business together. And she's got an incredible printing company. She's going to help me create my books, my <gasps> journals. Yeah, oh, my God. But Leah. more to be discussed in the future. Thank you so much for watching, listening. So stay locked on because we've got some incredible guests coming on the podcast and we cannot wait to bring you more and more episodes. Do you say um, stay locked in or do you say stay locked on? I don't care, Barney. What's locked on? Stay locked on. Stay locked on? Well, what would you say? Locked in. Have you got a shush, don't tell my moment where no, I can I walk don't. out? No, I don't. I mean, there's not been... Because I've been together. dealing with your fingernail for the past two weeks, and so I haven't been able oh, to talk to my fingernail. son. fingernail. Honestly, Sauce. it's never going to get better. Other than pictures of birds that he gives me that look like he's wiped his bum on a piece of paper. Delicious. I don't have much, really. Yeah. He's still great, still fun, still you loves know, a chat. You know, the funniest moment of that, of that section was like, he has a piece of paper, and on the back... It says Rocket's Bird, and me and him are standing there trying to work out what this thing is for the first. And on the back, it said what it was and it the said whole time. Rocket's Bird on the back. <laughs> Very observing. Anyway, that's us. probably going in the bin because it looks like he's wiped his ass on a piece of paper. Anyway, is it love going you in guys. The bin? Thank you so much for coming on the podcast, <laughs> listening to the podcast. Really appreciate it, and we'll see you very soon. Mwah. Don't tell mom. Shh, don't tell mom.